Sometimes you just got to take a moment. Even from our day-to-day, daily routine, weekly routine, even even coming to church, you know, we have it so embedded in our 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 weekly routine that this becomes basically what it is, a routine. And we forget what we really come here to get from God. Some of us, this is the lifeline. This is the lifeline for me. I have to do this. There is no option. There is no alternatives for me. I have to do this. I have to get into his presence. I I have to shake off past failures. I, I have to do it. I have to go through the veil. That's why it's important for God to set the stage so you'll be ready to hear the word of God. Mm, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for allowing me the opportunity to come to his house where he's present. And he's ready to hear. He's ready to hear. He's ready to hear. See, it takes an atmosphere like this, and I don't want to take all day, but it takes an atmosphere and an environment like this for the ear of God to lean over the sapphire seals and God's people then humble themselves and not seek after the show or seek after entertainment, but seek after... seek after a move of God in their lives. It's very important that each of you get it today. It's important. Your life depends on it. Your life depends on it. Well, thank you, Jesus. Love what I feel in this house. Go ahead and get your Bibles. Go ahead and get your Bibles. Go to the book of Numbers in the Old Testament. Direct your attention to chapter 21, verses 4. I need the help of Almighty God in this house. I can do nothing on my own accord. I gave up long time ago. Long time ago. I pray that my prayer warriors are praying. As you push your prayers forward, I want to unite with you and push your way so that hopefully, hopefully there is some old-fashioned conviction that allows people to realize their need of Almighty God. Say amen. Numbers, the 21st chapter, verse number 4. Simply read. And they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to compass the land of Edom. And the soul of the people was much discouraged because 
of the way. Remember that. Discouraged because of the way. For you sermonettes, you can use that one day. Discouraged because of the way. That's not my title today. Verse 5, and the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have ye brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither there any water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. I'm tired of things of old and constantly having to depend on God. I can't see him, and most of the time I can't feel him. Verse 6, and the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. There the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned. For we have spoken against the Lord, against thee. Pray unto the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. See, that's a leader. That's a leader. He prayed for the people. Verse 8. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. Shall live. I want to direct your attention to verses. preach to you this afternoon. Live. I want to live. If you would lay your Bibles down, let's pray that God now begins to soften the hearts of the people that his instruction and his information would go forth. Lord Jesus, we thank you. Lift your voice in this house. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, prayer warriors. Come on, help, 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 help. There's something going to happen in this place. It's going to happen. Yes, it is. It's going to happen. Come on. Come on, stretch your faith now. Come on, do it. Do it. Come on, let it, let it, let it happen. Come on, let it happen. Let it happen. Oh, Holy Ghost. Let it happen, God. Yes, yes, yes. Speak. Speak now, Lord, into the spirits of your people, I pray, that have come into this house, God, searching for a word. Ah, searching for a word. Searching for assistance today, God. I pray, Lord, by the help of the Holy Ghost, Lord, you would speak. You would touch. You would prompt in this place, God. 
wrap your arms around those that are feeble, fragile, and frail in this place, Lord, that have come to unite their faith, God, to believe, God, that there is hope, that there is help, God. Ah, We'll be sure to give you the praise uh, and be sure to give you all the glory, God. You're a great God. You're a great God. You're a great God. Now why don't you put your hands together and give him an ovation of praise. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on, that's good, yes. Oh, thank you, Lord. Come on, just go ahead and thank him. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy. You're worthy, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. Oh, Jesus, you're worthy. You're worthy, Jesus. Come on, I can only say this because I feel you. Come on, you're worthy, Jesus. Come on, maybe you can try that, Lord. You're worthy. Jesus, you're worthy. Come on, just go into your prayer closet right now and say, Jesus, you worthy, Jesus. You, you and you alone. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Ah, thank you so much. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to live. Truly, I believe we are living in tough, turbulent times. Say amen. Thank you. The day would suggest that men and women have gravitated to the societal norms which propagate to be successful. You must have money, nice home, a fancy car, and the latest gadget or the latest gimmick. It's the truth anyhow. These things are what define success in our society and equate to power of influence. Now society would declare that having these things is real living. I got some help in the house. You see, for 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter declares that the little G God of this world hath deceived and distracted the minds of the people. See, one author wrote it like this. The people who feel neglected by society, he penned in his book, Season of Life, answering life's most difficult questions is centered around if there is truly a God who loves me. And how could he allow so many bad things to happen? How can there be so much suffering and so much unfairness in the world? Is there a purpose for life? And if so, when does real living begin? And where does it come from? Can I preach this afternoon? See, people can live without a lot of things in this world, but without hope, the soul shall surely die. Come on, help me in this house. You see, throughout human history, uh, we have endured the loss of health, 
finances, reputation, careers, and yes, loved ones, yet we have still endured. You see, I want to live. Does anybody want to live in this house? Ah, yes, I want to live. I want to live. I want to live. You see, the text tells us in Numbers 21st chapter, verse 4, that the people were discouraged because of the way. And always when you subject yourself to discouragement, it leads to, number one, speaking against God. Two, speaking against God's man. And three, speaking against God's plan. Can I get a witness? You see, it causes the murmuring when, when, when we concentrate and allow ourselves to be subject to discouragement. You see, this is what happens when, when we get off of the way, when, when, we, when we miss it and our vision is tainted and, and, and we're tormented by the way. See, because when, when we came to God, we thought it was going to be all gravy. This is going to be great. It was Show enough hard for me to get here in the first place. But now that I'm here, whew, well, my next move should be in heaven's gates. But they never told me I was going to experience hills. I'm trying to get there. I don't want to take all day. But you see here, it's, it, it, it's, it's the children of Israel constantly wandering around in the way to their promise. And along the way, you get tired. God, we don't have any water. God, we don't have any bread. Can, is there any help for us, God? Are, are we going to live? I mean, you brought us out and up out of Egypt. To live, but yet it seems as though we're dying. Anybody feel that way? You see, the tendency is to revert back to what is normal or comfortable to the flesh. There's a bit of uncertainty concerning the way. That's why the doors are not busting out, because people are uncertain. They're not... I, I, I want to go. I want to serve. I do. But, yeah, that's where it ends. <laughs> A lot of us don't get past the, you said it, I didn't. It's called the way. That's all it is. It's your Christian journey, my friend. You should have known when you signed up for this thing that it was going to be a journey. God wants soldiers. He, he, he doesn't want any weak saints. He wants somebody that's ready to fight. I mean, you were eager to sign up when I told you I was going to bless you. But when you had to go through something, you were ready to lay your card down. Can I preach to somebody in here? We, we want to celebrate, but we don't want to work. 
Hey, you chose to have church at one. I got to teach and preach. I only have one day. You see, it's the journey or the purpose of life. For the Bible tells us that for in him we live and move and have our being. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Jesus said it, I have come that you might have life and might have it more abundantly. I told you you were going to live. I told you once you came into me, you were going to live. I tried to tell you, but you didn't believe it. I know as soon as you left me, the curtain fell and you started murmuring because you started looking at the way. As soon as you saw that Red Sea again, you said, oh, Lord, here we go. We're going through that Red Sea again. We got Pharaoh's army behind us. Oh, here we go. I don't know if I'm ready for that again. One minute he said he was going to bless us. Next minute I got uh, Pharaoh breathing down our neck, I'm scared. It's the way, friend. It's the way. It's the journey. Ah, it's not over until the trumpet sounds. It's the way. I, I know you thought just because you made it here today that heaven was going to just open arms wide open for you and you were going to uh, have your halo and all we were going to do is polish halos in this house. No one has any wax up in here. We don't have no chrome polish. We, we, we got to get right down to it. We come, we come to fight. We come to fight, my friend. I, I, I'm tired of suffering. I, I got to fight. I got to build up my most holy faith and get ready for the fight. Because when I leave here, the fight is on. The fight for my faith is on. The journey is hot. It's long. But, oh, if I ever get a touch from Almighty God, I can make it. Say amen, somebody. I can make it. Anybody want to live in this house? I want to live, I want to live, I want to live. You see, because here's the definition of the way. See, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. See, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. You didn't know that. That's how we move in this thing. That's how we move from day to day, giving, uh, uh, getting the daily bread from Almighty God from Monday to Sunday. This is how we, oh, this is how we operate. It's from faith to faith. When we're in God, that's what he subscribes to us. Is it faith? Where is your faith? It's the faith of God. That's what's going to keep you going from Monday to Sunday. It's his faith where you come and get an induction of his faith. In this house. That's why we're here. It's your faith. It's your faith. Oh, yes, it's your faith. The Bible tells us, though, that without faith, it is impossible to please him. It's impossible. You got to get your faith ready. Got to get your faith up. Don't come. Don't come in here sad. We have, we don't have time. Can I preach to you this afternoon? We don't have time for you to come all low and sad and depressed. Why? Because if that spirit of discouragement ever gets on you, I got about two people with me. I'm gonna go over there too. We we can we can we can have have this preacher party for sure. Yeah, 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 because uh, trust me, that enemy who is roaming, don't look to your neighbor. <laughs> well, sometimes they may appear to be 
That enemy, I got you. Roaming to and fro, seeking whomever. Let me just put it in North Carolina terminology. I know we're in California. Whomever he can get. Whatever he can get. You're stagnant, you're stale, sad, which we all get sad. But sometimes your sad can turn into mad. <laughs> but that enemy is still roaming. And he's on every corner and on every hill, waiting, waiting so you can see, oh, well, I told you God wasn't going to provide. Told you he wasn't going to provide. And I take you to Luke the 10th chapter. And the story starts with a lawyer, the Bible says, came to Jesus and asked Jesus a question. Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal? I want life, Lord. If you read it, Jesus didn't even reply to that. He let him keep going. Well, I mean, you ask it, you tell me. I mean, that's what it really read like, my terminology. He said, well, to love you with all my heart, mind, body, and soul. Jesus said, that's right. He'll tell you when you're right. Do that, and you shall live. You read it. That's what he said. Do that, and you shall live. What? Oh. And it, the, the story further goes on to now illustrate of the good Samaritan. Because I need to teach you just a little bit of, of, of how. How we live. Because so many of us have given in to the notion that that, that if we don't uh, have the, the, the many degrees or the big cars or the big home or the big house or the big bank account, then we're not living. I got about 10 people that believe that. Okay, that's good. That's good. We're getting there. So the Bible speaks of, of, of a man that, that fell sick. And you know we, the church folk, we'll help anybody. I know you got that look. Because the Bible speaks of the priest. Really? The priest? Of course, the priest is going to help everybody. I mean, the saint, the Pentecostal that comes to this church, I mean, they're going to help anybody. I mean, it just said that the man fell sick. Came upon some, some thieves. And now when he needs help, the church is here. But the doors are shut. Oh, because we're living. Hey, hey, we're the church triumphant. We're living now. You didn't know. We're rocking. We're having a, a Holy Ghost party for us. A thief did what to you? That's your bad. And not only the church, man. But it talked about a Levite. 
But then it goes on to hasten on. and It comes to the Samaritan where we want to hang our hat just for a minute. The good Samaritan. Because to live, my friend, I submit to you, you must first have compassion. You must first have compassion. See, your text tells it like this, that first you must love God. And then you must love people. You've got to get it right. The harvest is truly plenteous, but the labors are so few. You've got to have compassion. Are we in this for us? Are we in this for others? We need to make up in our mind what constitutes living. What's real living in your life? What do you put first in your household? Is it about somebody else? Or is it always about me, my four, and no more? You've got to have compassion if you want to live. He that winneth souls is wise. That's what the Bible says. You have to have compassion to live in our society today. Compassion, I want to live. I got to live. Teach me how to live, God. Well, you got to love me with all of your heart, mind, body, and soul. And you got to love others. That's what's going to propel the church. That's how the church is going to grow. Matter of fact, let me go one step further. That's how you're going to grow. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. Can I preach to you just a little bit? you got to get out of your comfort zone. you got to tell somebody it's okay. Doesn't matter how you look. My God, we're so busy to put a stamp and a label on somebody, we can't even serve God right. Come on, God will do the work. You just get him here. You just let him know that God loves him. God will do the work. God will do the judging. It's God that helps. It's God that blesses. It's God that does the work, my friend. For God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. He gave. He gave. It was God's love. It's compassion. We have to have compassion. Now, if you read just a little bit further in that text about the Good Samaritan, he says he begins to address his wounds. You read it when you get home. But this jumped out at me, began to address his wounds with the oil. I just simply think that to live, to live right, got to get in a good church where the preach word is going forth. You got to get in a good church where the preach word is going forth. Let me say that again. Because, Lord, this is an age of church hopping and people hopping and everybody hopping at Easter bunnies. You know, they just hopping. You know, you got to get in a good church where the man of God like we have in this church that can preach you up under the chair, preach you up under the pew when it needs to be preached. He can preach the strong word. It's right, it's right. It's wrong, it's wrong. We need that kind of preaching. We need a preaching that will preach you out of your depression. It will preach you out of your sickness. Preach you out of your madness. Preach you into joy. Preach you into peace. We need that kind of preaching because that's when we start to live. I want to live. I want preaching that'll break yokes. I want preaching that'll pull down strongholds because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the. 
Oh, help me somebody. Help me somebody. Help me somebody. Preaching. We got to have some good preaching where the men of God can preach about the death, burial, and the resurrection. Where we can preach the good news. The good news to the poor. I'm tired of this old soft gospel, but tell me what it requires to be saved. Don't just tickle my ear. Just don't try to make me feel like I'm doing good and I'm doing bad. I want to know if I'm doing bad. Because if I'm doing bad, I know that there's a God that can come right in and preach me out of my situation. Preach me out of my mess. That's the God that I serve. He chose the foolishness of preaching to save him. It's good preaching. It's preaching that'll make preachers preach. It's good preaching that'll make a saint go out and teach a Bible study. It's good preaching that'll make a saint go out and pray. That's called good preaching. You need to get under good preaching. Ah, well, they're preaching to be saved. You gotta repent. Did I just lose half the church? It's about time to preach a priest. You must repent. That's how things are going to change in your life. You must repent. Come on, Daddy. Come on, Mama. You got to repent. Sometimes you got to say, I'm sorry. Come on. Sometimes you got to say, God, I'm sorry. God, I've sinned. God, I'm sorry. God, I need you. God, I want you. Because that's called repenting. See, that's what it was with the children of Israel. They had to realize. Yeah, because I'm telling you right now, when you get bitten by discouragement, don't think you can just sit around here and talk about God. After he just healed your body. After he just saved your soul. And now all of a sudden you're going to turn your back on God? Are you, you done lost your mind? He brings you out of all kind of filth. And all of a sudden you just get a glimpse of the Red Sea and you're ready to turn your head. Come on, he told you he was going to bless you. What kind of living do you want to live? Stop looking at the world. Come on, you keep measuring yourself up against the world. It's always going to look bad. It's never going to equal out. Your zero plus the world. You're never going to win that battle. But your zero plus God is always the majority. Help me, somebody. That's all you need, friend. Stop thinking you're somebody. That's the problem. You keep thinking you're somebody. Just because you got a little something, you wouldn't have nothing if it won't for God. For God I live, and for God I die. Oh, I wish I could preach like I feel. You couldn't stand me in this house. For God I live. He saved me. It wasn't you. It was God. It was God that picked me up. It was God that turned me around. 
we think we can corner God. Oh, yeah. I did this for her. I did this for them. You hadn't done nothing. You've been bought with a price. That's the good news. That's the good news. It's because when you came in here, zero. The good news said, I'm going to turn that zero into something. I'm going to make something out of you. Yes, I am. I'm going to make something out of you. That's the, that's the hard part. You have to realize that you are a zero. Oh, you don't hear me. You still hanging on to those old threads. You still hanging on to those old mindsets, those old ways of living like you used to get blessed. You thought you were getting blessed, but God's got so much for you. But this is when it starts. It's when you realize, God, I need you. God, I'm nothing. God, I'm nothing without you. I need you. I just realized that, God, the light just went off. I realized I don't have anything. I had to get to that point. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, my mama did a lot for me. But I'm telling you, I had to get to the point that I realized it wasn't what she could do for me. And she did a lot for me. It wasn't what my brother could do for me. And he did a lot for me. It was only Almighty God what he could do for me. good preaching. It's good preaching. Oh, thank you. I wasn't referring to me, but I close with this. That's real good preaching. I should at least have you for another 30 minutes. I'm about to talk to the pastor, extend my hours a little bit. <laughs> Don't you love God? I gave you an opportunity for God to look over and go, that's my people. That's my people. Some of you missed it, but we'll go back. We'll have an encore. Don't you love God? said, listen, when you get well, after I finish giving you this oil and giving you this wine, which is the Holy Ghost, this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a little money. So you got to give if you're going to live in God's kingdom. You got to give of yourself, give of your time, give of your life if you want to live. For this is what the Father seeketh. He seeketh for worship.
to worship in spirit and in truth. For you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He's seeking for such to worship him in spirit and in truth. That's your form of giving. It's your worship. That's when you start living. You don't have to wait this Sunday to worship. You can worship in your house. You don't need a Sunday service just to worship God. But I'll worship him on Monday. I'll worship him in my room. I'll worship him in my car. I'll worship him wherever I am because I know Come on, stand with me all over this place. Come on. I'm done. I know. I know it's a worship. I know. I know what's going to get me out of trouble. It's when I worship him. I understand now what God has done for me. I understand it's made plain now. I know I got a glimpse of the Red Sea again, and it looked like we were going through the same old trouble and the same old trials, and I got tired. I got tired. Can I preach to you? I got tired. I got tired, friend. Yes, yes, I was going to serve God, but I got tired. And guess what got a hold of me? Discouragement got a hold of me, and it started running rampant in my spirit, and it caused me to turn my back against God. It caused me to talk against God. It caused me to talk against the man of God and the plan of God for my life. Mark it down whenever you start talking against God. The Bible says he sent a fiery serpent. And the Bible says it bit them and they died. That's the part you don't realize how, how serious discouragement is. That's why you can't afford to get discouraged. You got to do whatever you got to do to shake discouragement off. I know just because you see some, here you get some bad news. I know somebody said they won't gonna work with you. Somebody said they didn't need you at the job. Somebody said that that you won't doing a good job. I got it. I got it. Oh, but let me tell you, that's just a red sea. Come on, let's just go back a minute. It's just a red sea. It's okay. That's all it is. But let me tell you something. God knows that it's a red sea. God knows it was there. He put it there. He knows He's gonna do what He did the first time with the red sea. He's gonna part the. Red see like it did it once before. So be careful with getting discouraged. But let me hammer this last point and I'm done. Lift your hands now. Come on. Because this is the part where God's going. To worship you, I live. 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 This part has to get you out of your comfort zone. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. Mm. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. 
to worship you, Ali. Come on, if you feel that, that that message is for you and you're trying to shake off discouragement, you just don't wait for nobody. Just come on down. Just step out from where you are. Just shake that on off. Come on. You know we live from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. I'm trying to live. I want to live. That's what I want. I want to live. I want those in here that, that are ready to live. I want, I want to live, God. Once the people realized that they, once they realized they had messed up, <clears throat> see, this is a good point. Once the people realized that they messed up, that's a phenomenon right there. Because most of us, we just drag on and drag it out. No, it ain't me, God. The best thing you can do is move. That's the best thing you can do. Just surrender. That's why I said put your... Because it's your act of surrender. Because I've seen the Red Sea. Matter of fact, I've seen the Red Seas. In my pursuit of God's promise in my life. want to tell you how many times the Red Sea told me no. Told me no. It ain't going to happen. If I can be frank with you, it's not going to happen. You're not going to make it. You're not going to do it. I know, but God, you you did it before. (laughs) But the mind is a funny thing. That, that, that's why the little scripture that my mom gave me, and I'll never forget. <laughs> to seek ye first the kingdom. Because with that, I know I can never go wrong. Seek ye first the kingdom, son. Because there's going to come a lot of red seas, of impossibilities of disappointments, of failures, even being done wrong when you were not wrong. But listen what God did. Because once the people said, I don't know what we were thinking. I don't know what we were thinking, God. How could we ever just talk against you? For what you did for us, you brought us up, the Bible says. That's another hour right there. The Bible says God brought us up. You know good and well. You are much better off now than where you were. That's a revival in itself. He brought us up.
That's when you know it's gone. That's when you know it's gone. See, because a lot of times we want to put it on man. Oh, he did it for me. He did it. Oh, she did it for me. No, because when God does it, he'll bring you up out of your situation. Where that you can look back and you'll see nobody but God. God, we realize that. We realize, God, we, we, we're sorry. Basically, that's what he said. And you need to make this a, a point every time you can open your mouth. God, I'm sorry. I don't even try to act like I'm perfect. I'm nowhere near perfect. Just ask my wife. are helping because they said I wasn't going to get married that's what the devil said said I wasn't going to get married no 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 oh no oh no but oh look at God look at God look at God see once they once they realize their fault the Bible says what he did. He prayed. He prayed that God would turn. God help the people now. God help the people. We need some leaders to pray. That's what it is. We need some leaders to pray. After after a chapter before that, Moses was so mad. I mean, he wanted to kill the people. That was the very reason why God said you, you're not, you, you, you won't be allowed to go into the, to the promised land when I told you what to do to give the people water when I told you to speak to the rock, you smote the rock because he was so mad he was mad at these people but he found it within himself to realize God you're right I'm praying for the people Sometimes you got to pray for people that do you wrong. You got to pray for people that do you wrong. You're the bigger person. You're the leader. You're the leader God has chosen. You got to pray. Pray. You got to pray for them. That's what Stephen did. I pray for them. They know not what they do. I pray for them. And here's the miraculous part. Because God said, Okay, this is what I'm going to do. I know I sent the serpents to bite them. And everyone that got bit died. I'm not going to come up with a new recipe. I'm not even going to come up with a new remedy. I'm going to bless you with the thing that was killing you before. Come on, get that one. Come on, we got to let that one sink a bit. Let that one sink a bit. He said, I'm not going to do something different. No. No. This is what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to forgive these people. Because they're my people. That's 
what God feels about you. But he says he's not going to retract the serpents. He said he was going to stop them. But look what he said. He said, this time, Moses, you take one of them. Make a rod of it. I'm going to change it to gold. And God changed it so that whenever the people are bitten this time, I want them to know that if they are bitten this time, they will not die. They will live. All they must do is look at the rod. That's all you got to do. Just look to Jesus if you get bitten by discouragement again. It's all you got to do, friend. Don't throw in the towel. Don't kill yourself. Don't bury yourself. No, 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 no. This is all you need to do. Just in case you get bitten by discouragement again, this is all you need to do is to worship. Woo! Good God. It's all you got to do. I know when nobody's looking, it's all you got to do. Worship. Because that's when you start living. No snake bite will be able to, to harm you. No, 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 no. Discouragement won't, won't be able to stay on you. Disappointment won't be able to bother you next time. If you just, come on, lift your hands. Worship. Woo, there it is. There it is. There it went. It went. It's on you. It's on you right now. All you got to do, you're shaking right now, is you begin to worship. That's all you got to do. Come on. There it is. Woo, I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Come on, you're going to get it. Come on, he's going to touch you right now. Come on, let him touch you right now. Let him touch you, friend. You're going to get it, yes? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. 
kill. That's what you got to do, young man. Kill. Come on, God will forgive you. God will hear you. Just forgive. circumstance and you're stepping out he realizing your worship to him come on that's beautiful come on that's beautiful some of you need to receive him some of you need to receive his spirit once you've already repented which I feel like that's that's the direction we need to go here just for a moment doesn't need to be long but I think we got to have some genuine repentance. Well, we just say, God, I'm sorry, Lord. I know I haven't been living, God, because I, I haven't had compassion on the people. How are we ever going to build this church if we don't have compassion on the people? That's what we have to get in here in the next few moments is the compassion. So in your own way, I want you to begin to give God a, a forgiveness offering. It's a forgiveness offering. That's where you just begin to lift your voice. Don't worry about who's around you. The musicians will continue to play and you'll just begin to have your Jesus moment and say, Lord, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. That's it. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. To worship you, I live. It's okay to lift your hands. To worship you, it's okay. It's okay. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, church, right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Miracles are happening right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Just God is, God is parting your Red Sea right now. You just don't see it. Come on. He's parting your Red Sea. That 
Water is coming out of that rock of impossibility. Yes, it is. Just begin to worship Him now. Come on, that's beautiful. Come on, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, yes. Worship. To worship you. To worship you. I live, I live to worship you. I want to live. I want to live. I want to live. To I want to live. I want to Church, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. He's gonna do it for you. Yes, he is. Come on, now we're getting ready to praise him. Now we're going into praise him. Come on, I want you to begin to praise him now. Come on, throw your hands up. Throw your head back. Lift your voice. Begin to give him a great big praise.
our faith as we as we have been here in this time of worship because right now we are in your presence that you are touching the hearts of Pharaohs that you right now that when someone walks into their office tomorrow they will look at paperwork that is a representation of someone that is here today and it will be looked upon more favor. That is our faith. Faith is that there will be an increase in the lives of your people financially, an increase in the workplace, an increase 
when it comes to what they are experiencing as a family. That is your favor. That you are at work right now. That you are fighting for us. And that this is a beginning. Can we come in agreement with that right now? That this is a beginning. Amen? Amen. Isn't God just awesome? He's just amazing. He's amazing. I just want to thank God for His presence. Thank you, brother, for your faithfulness to the Lord. He's blessed us through you. I want to encourage you to log online. Just continues to listen. You're going to, the Holy Spirit will continue to unfold this in your life. Go back and, and listen to it. Um, you'll begin to hear things that you probably didn't hear um, while you were here during the service. Amen. I just want to remind you uh, that we are back here on Tuesday night. God is doing something great. Um, and we pray that you will make time to join us. We begin at 730. We have an awesome youth gathering every Thursday at the corner of Palm and Ivy for our youth. That's at 7 o'clock. Uh, parents, I, I want to encourage you to make sure that Encourage your, your young people to come and be a part of that. And then next uh, Saturday, we'll be back with discipleship training and then our time of corporate prayer. On your way out, we encourage you to buy your tickets. A whole lot of encouragement here today, huh? Buy your tickets um, for the benefit. And I say it again. Be of good courage. He is at work. Before the man of God came on that Tuesday night, it had been months door had been shut. He came, he released the word, and within a week I got that call. Not from one, but from two institutions that said, you're back on. But through that process, God had to remove leaders. It was tough. It was very difficult. But he said it. It's not what man's going to do for me. It's what God is going to do. And I only share it because sometimes people are like, oh, you look like you got it all together and da-da-da-da-da. No. It's a struggle and it's a battle. But the victory is ours and his. The word of the Lord has gone forward and he is faithful. Amen? So we look forward to hearing other testimonies. If you are a first-time guest with us, we want to greet you on your way out. We have a reception for you. God bless you and have a phenomenal day.